What type of investor are you? We can help you find out. If you're looking for a fun and fast way to jumpstart your investment journey, we have just a thing. Take the What's Your Investment Secret Sauce quiz. Within a few short minutes, you can learn what it is that makes you different from other investors, pointing you in the direction of your dreams and goals. Who knows? This might be the first step of what could be an incredible, life-changing journey. Take the quiz by going to kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. Again, it's kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. No matter how sexy the numbers look, if they don't fit with your internal investment criteria, then it's not going to be a good deal for you. And trust us, we've seen some smoking hot deals like Chris Evans <laughs> looking numbers in the past, and we just simply turned it down. Hey, I'm Palmy, And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. Nine years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the 9 to 5. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. Welcome back, Cash Multipliers. We are thrilled to have you with us as we dive into this episode about everyone's favorite subject, numbers. Look, you don't need to be a financial expert to be in real estate and start your passive income journey. Just remember, money is math and math is money, right? The two, well, they go hand in hand, like Courtney and Travis. I prefer to think about truffle oils and fries instead, Nan. Well, for me, us and a decadent slice of red velvet cake, something you can never separate, right? <laughs> yeah, that and boba, you know our secret. <laughs> uh, so I miss boba right now. <laughs> so I, I do too. So you know numbers and math have a tendency to make people's heads spin. But look, we're here and you're not alone. That's why you have us to help you through all and break down the numbers in a way that makes sense. Instead of you reaching for that Advil as your head starts pounding with the triggering memories of high school algebra. The important thing is to remember here is that this is all within the end goal in mind that serious making serious money. So when we're talking about the nine numbers you need to know, people's eyes tend to actually light up. That's because this is one of the final piece to creating the confidence you need to successfully build and grow your passive income empire. You will also understand why these numbers are so important in helping you make the decision when investing in real estate deals and multiplying super fast. Remember, money grows at rapid rate in when you invest in the right deal. I love that. Money grow at a rapid rate in the right investment. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, we're in the business of making math sexy again, right, Palm? We're bringing sexy back. Admit it, it was definitely a flex in school when you nailed it. That time multiplication test. <laughs> That's way back. <laughs> oh my God. Multiplication has a whole new meaning. One of the best part about real estate and passive income is that you can always go back to the numbers. And for those of you with trust issues, <laughs> rest assured, numbers don't lie. There is nothing more truthful telling than a calculator and a reliable spreadsheet. And that should be an encouragement, right? To know that no matter what, you can always crunch the numbers again to give you the most accurate depiction of what you're making or you're investing in. That's absolutely true, Nan. Okay, so let's get into this. The first number we're going to dive into is purchase price, simply meaning the price that investors pays for an investment. I mean, you know that you had to buy that piece of real estate to make the investment first, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> so there's a saying that says that you make profit when you buy, not when you sell. We don't subscribe to this line of thinking. For us, we make money when we execute our business plan. 
But of course, buying the right asset at the right price plays a role in the property's performance. However, we've seen a good deal turn south because of poor property management by the sponsorship team. So that's why for us, operations is really, really important. Now, the most important thing is choosing the right team to partner with. We have a whole episode dedicated to this 007. <laughs> Not intentionally, but you know, it, it's a pretty important episode to be giving the 007 moniker to. So to know that your squad is have your back as a passive investor means that you don't have to sh- shoulder a lot of the, the stress and the load of putting this investment to good use, right? To reiterate, you need a team of people who have your back all the time, who are working together to find incredible opportunities to invest together in. In a syndication model, you along with other investors will be pooling your financial resources to invest in apartment complexes that are much bigger than you typically would be able to afford or manage on your own. So you'll have your own slice of the purchase pie. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So you know that we like to talk about food on this uh, on this podcast. Pie, so, cakes, can, Yeah. <laughs> Donuts. <laughs> okay. Next one. The next number you need to identify is the gross potential rent, also known as GPR. So the GPR is how much income you are going to be able to make on the common complex if it's 100% lease year-round at the market rent. So this is the highest absolute potential income that this property can generate. This will require some research on your end, which, spoiler anything in apartment syndication and apartment in passive income really needs to be happen mm-hmm. to know what's going on in the market, rental market in your area that you're investing. The way to determine the GPR is simply by multiplying the unit times the monthly rent times the number um, times 12 months. So now pat yourself on the back if you were able to calculate this. And so something simple like $1,000 times 100 units times 12 months. I'm patting myself right now, right? (laughs) We're all driven by those old school motels that promote their vacancy or no vacancy. Wow. Now they're taking things to the next whole new meaning. Have you ever seen any apartment complex be fully 100% occupied? Probably not. I mean, maybe. And that's completely normal. How many times does life take us in and out of spaces? People are moving in and out all the time. It would be unrealistic to expect 100 units to be 100% fully occupied all year round. After all, it's an apartment complex, in our case, over 100 families, couples, or individuals. Something to consider as well. If your complex is 100% vacated or 100% of the time, that might mean that your rates are too low and we don't want that, right? No, no, absolutely not. So this third number is called economic vacancy, which leads from what Nan was just talking about. So which generally defined as a unit not collecting rent. It can be currently physically unoccupied like a model unit or there's a tenant occupying the unit, but they're not paying rent. Hey, it happens, and it's part of the calculated risk that we factor in and we love talking to you guys about. So no worries, this is accounted for. In general, some basic rule of thumb is that we tend to use around 10% economic vacancy in our underwriting. So many times we see general partners get really aggressive and they only put 5 to 7% economic vacancy to win that deal. However, we like to keep things real and know that oftentimes the simply, simply that isn't true. And we not, we're not going to put our name or our investment team's name or anything else on the line for something like that. I mean, you should see it, how selective we are with our full brochures. So picking the right contract with the right general partners who gives realistic economic vacancy rate is an absolute must. The same applies to you, right? When you review an investment opportunity with your general partner, pay attention to what they put as economic vacancy. If they put something below 10%, 
ask them why, right? What do they know about this building or tenants that you don't know? Do they have market data to prove this number, to support this number? Don't be afraid to ask questions. Up next is net operating expenses. These are expenses that are considered above the line, which is also commonly referred to as just basic operating expenses on your apartment. These are routine, regular occurring expenses. Operating expenses includes things like property insurance, property tax, property management. For properties over 65 units and above, you will see that typically we hire third-party property management companies, and that you know, that's very goes, goes with the territory. Yes, other routine expenses, including like payroll, monthly repairs, maintenance, and utilities. Don't forget accounting and legal, such as for eviction fees, and of course, advertising to attract tenants. Mm-hmm. Now, continuing with our favorite number game, we have other income as number five. Other income would be exactly what it sounds like. Other ways money comes out of, of your apartment complex. Comes in, you mean? Comes in, of course, to your apartment complex, such as pet fees, laundry, reserve parking spot, etc. One person self-proclaimed hidden fees are now your other stream of incomes. It's called perspective. <laughs> we love other incomes because it helps us improve our net operating income number. The more other expense there are, the more money will be there and it better enhance the overall net operating income. When underwriting the deals, other income will be given to you by your sponsor. They should be able to tell you exactly what fees are associated with the complex. And this is a really come to a a really interesting point, Nan. A lot of times when we're underwriting a deal, what we tend to look at is, of course, we can come up with all these other income possibilities. But of course, we need to verify that the apartment around us, they're able that they have comparable type of other income. Why do we do this? It's because we want to make sure that we're not throwing bells and whistles that the neighborhood isn't really looking for. For example, if we say, hey, we can give you guys like a massage share inside and I'm going to charge you money for that other income. Well, that sounds nice for the person living in the unit. That may not be something that most people are willing to pay extra for. Now, I'm being super facetious there, but you get the point. If cover parking isn't something that typically is charged in that neighborhood, then you building a cover parking at a cost of four or five thousand per spot is really a waste of money and not going to really drive value. So when you're underwriting a deal or when you're reviewing a deal, a sponsor presents you, make sure you verify for yourself if it's actually possible for those other incomes to actually be applied to this apartment that bottom line will people be willing to pay for in this neighborhood. Once we have the other income number, we now know the gross potential rent and economic recency. Then we can determine the next number that we need to know, which is net income. So net income is net earning, which is the amount of the apartment complex earns after subtracting all factors. The next number you're going to need to know is net operating income, often refers to as NOI. NOI is all revenue from the properties minus operating expenses, excluding capital expenditures and debt service. If you have ever heard the term above the line, it means any expense otherwise known as operating expenses. This money delegated is all about keeping you in business. Above the line, above board, above anything else operating expenses. Why? These are your bigger numbers. It sounds pretty smart for you to say. That's above the line, right? (laughs) So Nan, there will always be certain expenses in apartment syndication that are not monthly routines, a one-time cost, right? Definitely, right? These expenses can be annual debt services, non-routine leasing commissions, or any reserve. 
Reserve would be the money you set aside for any future capex, capital expenditures that we don't know of yet, right? It's always a good idea to keep some stash of cash to side in case life decides to have its way with you and throw you up for a loop. I mean, costs that never happened, right? Run <laughs> 2020. Oops. These expenses are called the below the line. It's a one-time occurrence. A lot of lines are being referenced <laughs> right here. I mean, so, so many lines above, below, and you know. But the most important thing to remember here is that you're either above it or below it, never walking on it. Ooh, philosophical. Ooh. <laughs> Now, we know we just, throw, just threw at you guys tons of numbers. And for some of you, it may have felt like we're speaking a foreign language. And we totally get that. Because when we were first starting out, we were overwhelmed with numbers, ideas, and various lines. Not <laughs> to mention the math. <laughs> But rest assured, you'll be moving from real estate rookie to vacations sponsored by apartment syndication in no time. Just like us, right? Yep. Plus, that's why we're here. Your financial BFFs guiding you every single step of the way. Okay, guys, are you still with us? I mean, can I get a yes or no? Now, let's talk about the next number you need to know. The capitalization rate, also known as the cap rate. This number is like looking into a still photo. It's simply a snapshot in time of what a multifamily apartment real estate asset return is before financing. Imagine, right? Looking into a photo and seeing a picture of you looking fondly at your return of investment. Not a financial worry in sight. Definitely not a threat, right? With this number, you are calculating the ratio of how long it will take for you to get your money back in an investment on all and an all cash purchase. Look, you have done too much work up until this point not to know how much money you're going to make back over time. So the cap rate is determined by the market, essentially what someone's willing to pay for your property. For example, at the time of this recording, you can buy a B-class property in Dallas below a 4% cap or 4 cap. Taking you back to algebra class, cap rate, NOI, and value are all related. Now, since you're all calculation queens or king, you know that you can determine the numbers for yourself by taking the NOI and dividing by the value. This is why we love apartment syndication, because unlike single-family home, multifamily apartments' value are derived from the property's income. So between whatever the building is making and how many tenants are paying you the dues, you're able to make the money. It's not a fixed price, and so it can keep going up and up. This also means that the property will be assessed based on the income numbers, not based on comparative market analysis that is done on single-family homes. So there's also more factor involved in how you generate income on your apartment, other than, than just location. In the apartment investing world, many would argue that the cap rate is so important that it's equal to net operating income, or even more important than the purchase price itself. <laughs> no cap, right? Okay, so for the big number here, the future value. This is the number equivalent to the series finale after a beloved comedic series. The big show number at the end of a musical that brings the house down and you on your feet in the standing ovation. Clapping right now for me. This is the number that is going to tell you how much your asset is going to sell for. We always share for that. Once the NOI and the cap rate is calculated, we know it's a lot of acronyms, but hey, you look and sound financial and stuff right now. <laughs> the future value can be determined relatively easy simply by dividing the NOI by the cap rate. You and the calculator are going to be joined at hip after this, but for good reason and a lot more dollars in your pocket. So simply right now, what you can do just to test this out is do a calculation. 
let's say the NOI is a million dollars, and then you can divide that by the cap rate. And then you can see what is the actual value of the property right now. It's just a simple math. You can just practice that at home. And that's it. You did it. Now that you know the nine numbers, the most important nine numbers, it should give you all the confidence. Think of these nine numbers as your grammar willow from Pocahontas, guiding you, making you, helping you make the right decisions when you're investing in apartment deals. Now, remember, these nine numbers must work in conjunction with your own internal investment criteria that we've gone over for. Yep, you still got it. Go back and make sure that everything checks out. The numbers never lie, as you know. Truly, they're the most reliable relationship in all our lives. Another piece of information or advice is don't go for the deal because it's super appealing return only. If you're not vibing with a general partner, we get it. The bottom line number here is it's tempting, of course, to see these great returns, but it means nothing if you're not feeling confident with the people you're going to invest with. Also, this should also go without saying, but we're not going to say it to for just nothing. Don't invest in a market that is not doing well. Like for example, Detroit, Michigan, where they've had negative population growth for the past 20 years. Hey, go Wolverines, but no investing in there, right? No matter how sexy the numbers look, if they don't fit with your internal investment criteria, then it's not going to be a good deal for you. And trust us, we've seen some smoking hot deals like Chris Evans <laughs> looking numbers in the past, and we've just simply turned it down. A moment of silence, please. <laughs> oh my God, Chris Evans. Yes, Captain America. Anyways, always refer back to your internal investment criteria. Use it as a compass, your true north, if you will, in conjunction with the nine numbers you must know, which, yes, can be found in the show note of this podcast. Yesterday was the time to start creating a solid foundation that allows you to follow the path to achieve financial freedom early and permanently. But today works too. And it's definitely not too late. That's it for today's episode. We are so glad you're here with us, improving your life and getting financially free. Don't forget to check out us on thekittysisters.com slash podcast for even more resources and fun things. Oh, and don't forget to rate, review, and share the podcast if you love it. We'll see you next time. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast. 